Good morning. I can't hardly see you. The lights are shining on me, but I'm trusting that you're smiling at me. This is really different for me. Um, normally, I am making your coffee or bacon bagels over in the coffee shop. So this is really different. Um, if you don't know me, I'm Becky and I normally work in the coffee shop. And I've been given the privilege by Cookie today of just sharing with you. Uh, one thing I'm really excited about is that I'm wearing my normal clothes. So if you see me in there every week and I've got a black outfit on and an apron, and I've got my hair tied back and I'm loving today. I've got my white trainers on, I've got some different colour pants on. So yeah, I'm really privileged and excited to be here. So a few weeks ago, Cookie, um, he asked me if I wanted to share and I wasn't sure at first. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's nerve-wracking. Isn't it? I don't know if I've got anything to say. And I said, what is the theme? And he said, lessons learned. So I could talk about anything. He doesn't actually know what I'm going to talk about. So I could talk about anything. Because life is so full and so much happens in life that we do learn a lot of lessons. So I've had to really think and pray about what I can share this morning. So I'm going to start with a Bible verse because the Bible is always a good place to start. And it was really difficult to, the Bible's full of good stuff, full of lessons we can learn. So it was really difficult to know which one was right. But as I kept praying and thinking, this is the one that came to me. It doesn't cover everything that I want to talk about, but it covers a lot. And what I would encourage you to do is to read it at home for yourselves as well afterwards, because it's really good. Okay, so it's Proverbs 3. And I'm going to start at verse 1 and just go to verse 6. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. I love that bit. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, then you will win favour and a good name in the sight of God and man. And this bit, this is key to what I'm going to mention this morning. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Okay. So, what have I learnt? What lessons have I got for you? Well, the first thing is, the older you get, the more you realise, the less you actually know. So that is my first point. So lessons learned. First thing, there is always something new to learn. It is a little bit of a paradox because the more you know, the less you know. When I was in my 20s, I thought I knew a lot more than what I actually know now in my 40s. And that is true. So a question for you. Has anyone got or had teenagers? Put your hands up so I know what I'm... All right, okay. So I think you might get me with this. Um, I think I'm allowed to say this because I'm all of my children, we've got five, we've got two adult children, two teenagers and one 11 year old. They all know that I love them. I love them forever and infinity. So I think they're quite secure in that. But teenagers are really annoying. They are really annoying. What is it with teenagers that they think they know everything? They think they know everything and they've always got an opinion, always an out their opinion at the moment. I think it's stuff they see on social media. So a couple of months ago, I was having a conversation with Millie, who's our 17-year-old. She is very opinionated, okay? And we were talking, I think it was about the royal family, actually, because it was around the time of the Queen's Jubilee. And we were having a conversation, and I was telling her some stuff, because obviously, I, know, I, know, I like to think I know a little bit more than Millie, who's 17. So I was telling her some stuff, and she came back at me with all this crazy stuff. And I was like, Millie, what are you talking about? And do you know what she said to me? 
how cocky is this? She went, I'm just trying to educate you, Mum. And I was like, what? Honestly, I was like, hello, I'm 45, you're 17, you are not educating me. So when the conversation went on a bit, and I, I have to admit, I left the room because I just thought, this is not going well, this. I was really proud. I was like, how dare you tell me you're educating me? And she was all full of it and telling me all this stuff. And actually, after the conversation calmed down a bit, I did realise, not just with Millie, but in life, we should never be too proud to be learning something new. So Millie can teach me stuff. And I, we have had that conversation afterwards and we're fine now. But um, yeah, there is always something to learn in life. Even if you don't want to learn it off some people, there's always something to learn. Um, so it's really important for me and us to have a teachable spirit, to never think that we know everything, even if we've been around for a long time. So I'm 45 and I've been a Christian for a good three quarters of my life. It's a long time. I've learned quite a lot, but I also know that there's still so much to learn. So much to learn, and I don't want to miss any of it. I don't want to miss things that I can learn that can make my life better, that can grow me as a person, things that God wants to teach me. Even just thinking about the world. Come away from like anything else, just the world. All the different places, all the history, all the culture, all the different people, nature. There's so much that we can learn. And do you ever get where you learn a new fact? And like, oh, I didn't know that. So that happened to me this week. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's not that interesting, but it is quite cool. Do you know that the only animal in the whole of the world and creation that has a chin is humans? It's mind-blowing, that, isn't it? So I was like, I read this. I read it on the internet, obviously. And I was like, ooh. And I'm trying to think of all the other animals. I think about a bear. Oh, a bear's not got a chin. Oh, a horse hasn't got a chin. And a chin is the bit that... I googled it because I thought, what is a chin? I'm sure other animals have a chin. But it's the bit that sticks out. Nobody else has it apart from humans. Always something to learn. Always something to learn. So we think about God. Um, He's just God. He's way, way bigger than what we can know and understand. And as Christians, we can spend our whole Christian lives praying, trying to learn, listening, reading, seeking after his heart. There's always going to be something more to know about him. We are never going to be able to put him in a box that our minds will comprehend fully. And that's amazing. And it's okay. I'm just really glad, for me, of the little snippets that I do get, the little bits where he shows me something of who he is or what he wants for my life, or a little aspect of like what he can do. So that's fine. We're never going to know God, but we can know little parts of it. I'm going to take a sip of water. Your mouth does get really dry up here. It feels like the longest 10 seconds ever, that. Right, the Bible. Lots we can learn about the Bible. Again, same as God, we are never going to fully grasp it. You can read it a thousand times over. I've not read it a thousand times. I've read it a lot because I've been reading it for 30 odd years. But there's always something new it can teach us. What can happen with the Bible is that you can read something and you can read it and think, oh, that's good. That's good. You can read it again another couple of years later. Yeah, that's good. You can read the same thing again a few years later and it just speaks to you completely different. The Bible has always got something to teach us. We should always be looking into it for guidance in our lives and what God's trying to tell us. Did anyone go to the John Andrews course on um, Jonah? Yes. Not only cookie. 
not own the cookie was there, <laughs> definitely not. Right, a few more people. So me and Stuart went on the, the course that John Andrews did. It was a four-week course, um, and he was talking about the book of Jonah. And I've read the book of Jonah many times, and I thought I knew the story. And I do know the story, as it's written in the Bible. But John Andrews explained it in a completely different way that actually blew my mind. He explained the context of it and what we can learn from it. And what a blessing that is to be able to have people that have studied the Bible. I would not be able to study the Bible like that. My mind doesn't work that way. But we can listen to what other people have studied and learn from them. And that's a prime example of the fact that the Bible has always got something new to teach. Something that you think you've always known can look very differently if that's what God is trying to teach you. So that's the first thing. Always something to learn, whether it's about God, whether it's about the Bible, whether it's about the Word. There's always something to learn. Really important to me to always have a teachable spirit. I never want to just be the same. I never want to be the same. I don't want to be the same now as what I was 10 years ago or in 10 years' time. Because life is just so big and so full and there's so much we can get from life and from God. So that's the first thing. Second thing, what have I learned about God in my 30, I'm going to say 34 years of being a Christian? What have I learned about God? So much to know. I've just mentioned before that there's always something you can learn about God. So it was really difficult to pick. What have I learned about God that's going to encourage people and help people? And what I've learned is that he is faithful. That he is faithful and that he is always in control. I'm going to read the the verse in Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him. He'll make your path straight. That is something that I have lived by. I trust him. He's faithful. He's always in control. Honestly, I can say that from experience of being a Christian for all that time. He's never let me down. He's always in control. Life is a bit crazy, isn't it? It's never straightforward. You get little snippets where it's pretty calm for a while, maybe a bit dull. But mostly it's up and down, lots going on. My natural personality is that I like things to be right. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I think Stu will vouch for this and probably the staff in the coffee shop as well. So I like things to be done exactly as they should be. I like things clean. I like things tidy. If you ever watch me clean the coffee machine in the coffee shop, I'm obsessive. It's ridiculous. There's a special way of doing it. You didn't know this, did you? You just just give it a wipe. No, you don't. You wipe it with a damp, clean cloth. You can't already have anything on it because it smears. Then you polish it. And some of the staff do laugh at me because I'll watch someone else cleaning it and they'll look at me and go, it's not how you want it, is it, Becca? And I'm like, no, but it's all right. It's fine. You, You just clean it the best you can. But I like things to be just right. I love a tick list. Anyone else like a tick list? I love a tick list. I love one at work. It tells me what I need to do. I have one at home. It tells me all the jobs I need to do, phone calls I need to make. And that sense of satisfaction from ticking off those jobs and thinking, I've accomplished that. Everything is as it should be because I've ticked my list off. But the reality of life is everything can't be like that. Everything is not neat and tidy. It's not always ordered. It's not always clean. It's not always exactly as you want it. You're not always ticking everything off your list. So 
a few weeks ago, I was in church and I got, um, I was stood at the back and I got, um, I felt God really speaking to me, uh, specifically as a parent. Um, and if some of you were in that week, you'll know that. I got up and I shared it because I felt it was for other people as well. Um, and it's still really relevant in what I'm talking about today because what I spoke about was that we may like to control things for our children because we think we know what's best and we want things to be a certain way, but we can't. There's so many things in life that we cannot control, cannot have exactly as we want in that order we want and ticking off those boxes. But it doesn't matter because God is in control. We can stand on his faithfulness. He is faithful and we can give it to him and he is in control. So whatever's going on in your life, the ups and downs, it could be different stuff. You could be having one of them phases where nothing's happening. It's quite nice, that, isn't it? Nothing's happening. There's no drama, nothing, nothing really good, but nothing really bad either. But whatever's going on for you, job stuff, family stuff, health stuff, finances, I really feel that God wants you to know that he is in control and he is faithful. I can stand here and say that because he has never, ever let me down in all the years that I've known him. Never let me down. Not to say that that makes it easy, because it doesn't, because life is really difficult at times, but knowing that God is with me and that he is in control, it's just a massive help. I often have conversations with my friends and say, oh, people don't know God. How does he, how does he, how does he go through that? How, what's their anchor? What's the rock? What's giving them that peace if they don't know God? And I don't know. And if you don't know who God is, and you want to, then come and talk to me after I'll come and talk to one of the, the leaders. Because for me, I can honestly stand here and say that it is, it's the best thing in my life. He's a constant, he's a rock, he's always faithful, and he's always in control. When I was preparing this part of my message, I really had a sense that I wanted to say something specific that might be really helpful for somebody um, so I've just talked about having a tick list and I've talked about, you know, the stuff that you do at home, hoovering the kitchen, well, cleaning the bathroom, making an appointment, whatever. But I really feel that there are people or someone that has a tick list for their life with the big stuff on. Maybe it's something that they want to do in their career or something health-wise or something that they want to change or be different in a relationship or something with their children. And I really felt that I should say, if you, if you are a person that's got a mental tick list of these things in your life that you really, really, really want to tick off, but you're just not able to because it's not happening for you, what if you gave that list to God? What if you just said, there you go, God, I've got these things in my life, I want to tick them off, I want to tick them off, but it's not happening for me. Give your list to God and actually say, God, you, you be in control of this. You do what you want with this list that I've got for my life. These things that I want to happen, the way I want it to work, I'm giving it to you and see what he does with it. Because I know for me that he is in control, but sometimes it's incredibly freeing to actually acknowledge it yeah. and to just say to him, God, that's for you to deal with. And he might take your list off you and maybe he'll tick some of them things off, but maybe he'll cross them out and change them to something else that he's going to tick off. But the, the joy and the peace is found in knowing that he, he loves you and he is in control of that. Point three. Not long to go now. Do you know, it's so warm up here. Is it the lights? Is my face sweating? 
<laughs> it's really warm. Right. Oh, this is me. If you know me, I overshare. I didn't need to say that, but I did. Right. Okay. What have I learned about people? What have I learned about people? So the first thing is there's always something to learn. The second thing is God is always in control. And the third thing is people. Because our lives are full of people. Can't get away from that. It's really simple. That we just need to love them. That is it. Just love them. You can't change people either. I've tried. I've tried a little bit to change my husband. That's really bad, isn't it? We've been married for 19 years. And there are little edges that I'd just quite like to change. But I've, I've got to the point where I'm like, Stu is Stu, he's perfect for me. And I love him. I just love him. I'm not trying to change him. So love people. John chapter 15, verse 12 says this. Love each other as I have loved you. That's Jesus talking. That's, that's his command. Just love each other as I have loved you. And sometimes that does feel like a bit of a tall order. I think naturally we gravitate towards people that we like, people that have similar opinions to us, people that we have stuff in common with, and people that are easy to love. But the reality of life is that we get people put into our lives that aren't any of those things. They might rub us up the wrong way, they might have a different opinion to us, they might not have the same sense of humour. And those people can be more difficult to love but if God's helping you, it really is possible. And it actually, learning to love people that are not who you would normally choose brings a real richness to your life because you're learning something new from them, which is what I talked about at the beginning. I love what Sue shared last week. If you didn't listen to Sue's message, I would encourage you to watch it. Really good. And she talked about that as a church, we're a family and we're, all, we're one body, but we're many parts and we're all really different. And she went on to explain about the Winnie the Pooh characters, all with really, really different personality traits. And that is exactly how it is. And those people that are so very different to us, that we don't understand what their part is or how they work, they are part of our church. They're part of our families. They're part of our world. And God asks us to love them because they bring something that we don't and that we can't. When I was chatting to Cookie about doing this message, he said, oh, you could share something about what you've learned in the coffee shop. Um, I've learned a lot in the coffee shop. Um, I've learned how to make a nice coffee, how to cut bacon pretty quickly, all that kind of stuff. But the most important thing I've learned is that job, to me, it's not just a practical job. Most of the time it is, and you'll see me running around, looking after people and doing what I love doing. But what I've learnt most of all is how to make space for people, to love and accept them as they are. Not just really talking about customers, I'm talking about the amazing team and the staff that God's put around me. So I've been managing the coffee shop for five years and over the course of that time, there have been a lot of different personalities working there. A couple are still there, but some have been and gone and moved on. Um, and God has brought to the coffee shop and brought into my life people that are very very different to me and in that he's had to teach me how to be open to learning about who they are what makes them tick and then he's helped me to love them and it has brought so much to my life to have all these incredible people 
some of whom I would never have chosen to spend time with, but yet I've learned so much from, from them and they've really added to my life. And I look at how Jesus did that because that's how you try and learn, isn't it? You follow what Jesus did. And if you look at Jesus, he made time for people. He was really straightforward, a lot more straightforward than I think sometimes we try and make it out to be. He just made time for people, accepted them as they are, and he loved them. He made them feel safe and accepted. I think the band can come back up. No idea how long I've been, but I've nearly finished. Okay. So that's it, really. That's all I've got to share. could probably share more. I don't want to do this again anytime soon, though. <laughs> it's really nerve-wracking. Um, but yeah, what have I learned? I've learned that there's always something else to learn. Always want to have a teachable spirit. Always want to know more about God and the Bible. Always know that God's in control, that he's faithful, that you can trust him. And lastly, just to love people just to love people and accept them because that's what he asks us to do. So I'm just going to pray. God, I just thank you that you are an amazing God and that in life there is so much that you can teach us and so much that we have to learn. God, I pray that you will always help us to have a teachable spirit and to never stop learning, to never stop seeking you, to know that you're in control, to know that you're faithful to know that you've got our backs and that we learn how to love each other in the way that you love us. Amen.